And now, for the fifth and final chapter of The Legend of the Star. The crooked cap killer, Alan Marks, was close to the finish line to claim the mysterious Sunset Sarsaparilla treasure for himself, but not before stepping on the toes of the NCR, a hitman, and the nefarious Van Graff family. Desperate to retrieve the final star bottle caps and flee the Mojave, Marks attempts to ambush Walter and Bunny as they escort a caravan, only for Cynthia to intervene and run Alan off with fewer caps than he came with. Sirs. Picky? What are you doing here? I thought you disappeared into the sunset. Oh my goodness. You look awful. What happened with Dugan? Ah, yes. Although the chase was quite easy, the resulting altercation was rather rough. After a few lucky shots, I seem to have taken most damage from a Molotov cocktail. He got away after that. But never to fear, good old General Atomic's dependability keeps me jetting right along. Well, I'm glad to see you safe, Picky. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you stepping in. All in the programming, ma'am. I wouldn't have it any other way. So this is all fine and well, but I'd rather have my stranded goods be recovered before some starry-eyed scavenger takes them off my hands. Can you make a call to your men out of town? It'll have to do. Dugan said, by the way, Picky. Cynthia. I'll get it. WB... Uh, yes. Who's this? Thank goodness. I'm Diddy Roughback, talent manager. I represent Trixie Hampton. You heard of her? Uh, yeah. I think I've seen the name on a sign before. Good, good. Look, baby, I heard you folks had a line on that Mox cat. You nab him yet? No, it's, it's still an ongoing manhunt, I'm afraid. Have you seen him? exactly does this have to do with us again? Not much more than I have it on good authority. That crazy fool will try to take a swipe at my client today. She has a pretty hefty collection of those special caps. You dig? There's been a real uptick in crime down in Freeside, and we think this legend mayhem may have something to do with it. Then tell her not to bring the collection with her. I still don't see how this has anything to do with me. No offense, but this sounds like a you problem. Jack, this all ain't my decision. Mr. House is doing everything he can to distract Nevadans from the war. So a show like this is darn near mandatory. Are you telling me he asked you to call me about this? We tried hooking up the NCR, but they don't have the manpower right now. That Victor robot told me you were the next best thing. <sighs> Hold on, I've got another call on the line. WB investigate. Walter, Walter, you've got to get over here, man. A darned foolhardy soldier tried to kill me last night. Humphreys? Tried to kill you? What are you talking about? It's that private Mac character. Tried to rush me in the interrogation room and reached for my gun. Well, what happened? Is he dead? Almost. I beat him to the draw and pumped a couple of holes in him. This only proves our suspicions. You want me down there, then? Precisely. I knew you had to play nice last time, but the gloves are off this time. See what you can squeeze out of him. He might have something to say about your murderer. I'll be down there right away. That was... busy. <sighs> We're gonna have to split up, Bunny. What happened? First call was from some talent manager representing that Trixie Hampton woman. Claims House recommended us to them for bodyguard protection on her opening night. And says he's afraid some... 
thirsty bottle cap hunter could come for her stash. I assume that'll be mine. I'm begging you. <laughs> I already know that's not your forte. Humphreys needs me back at McCarran. Looks like Mac finally snapped and tried to kill him. Goodness. Pardon the interruption, but an update. The download has reached its 90% mark. The last 10% will be excruciatingly slow, but I expect results before day's end. Good. Maybe we'll finally have an answer to all this madness before Marks can strike again. Something in me feels Alan's window is getting smaller and smaller. You can go ahead and make that call on the ham radio, Mr. Cabin. Apologies this couldn't have played out smoother. Are you kidding? We may have hit a bump in the road, but saving my life? I'd call that smooth any day of the week. Oh, I'm glad you could make it, Walter. I can't wrap my head around this mess anymore. Seems just as when I reach the end of the tunnel, it ends up stretching farther. Okay. So what's the stitch? I was pretty sure you folks had a grip on this guy. Thought it's right. Later on, after you both left the camp yesterday, I caught this loon messing with the ham radio I was calling you with. When I confront him, he rushes me and goes for my gun. Naturally, I put two in his gut before anything can happen, and I must have hit something vital. I'm sorry, I'm not a doctor. But the medics say he's only barely clinging to life. Cripes, what a scene. Were you boys able to dig anything out of the other grunts? None at all. Place is clean, as far as we can tell. Word's out now, so the place is buzzing about it now. Thing is, I just don't want this to be one of them unsolved mysteries that never gets answers decades later. You know, D.B. Cooper, the man from Torred. I get it. Well, he's obviously guilty of something here if he had a reaction like that. Either that, or maybe he was under too much stress. Look, I'm flattered you asked me here, but what more can I say beyond what I did yesterday? The approach I want here is a little different. The man's at the end of his rope, guilty of something. If I were to continue pressing him, well... He already has a nasty impression of me anyway. I'd probably end up strangling him too. Walter, it's time to play bartender and be a sympathetic ear. Mend the wounds, butter him up. It's usually when a man's staring death in the eye that they let the truth come out. So I'm making a friend, huh? Precisely. I wasn't expecting that, I have to admit. There's a reason my knuckles ache more than my head, you know? You're a tough guy. I've known you long enough to understand, but you can keep your head better than most of us. <sighs> that sounds more of Bunny's job. Remember, you're just having a chat. We put a lot of weight on his shoulders, and all you need to do is carefully take it off. No one says, do you need a confession? This is more of a last-ditch effort. <sighs> all right, let's go in. A private map? Humphreys? Uh, who's this? This is the detective that spoke to you around this time yesterday, remember? He's Detective Camry, and he just wants to talk. Is that okay with you? Detective? Uh, yes, Mac. I wanted to see how you were doing. A word around the base was that you got pretty banged up. <coughs> That's uh, one way to describe it. All right, then. I'll give you both some privacy. I've got some papers that need doing. Take your time, Lieutenant. I heard about you two on the radio on the bedside. Had no clue I was in the presence of celebrities yesterday. <laughs> I suppose that's one way to put it. Mind if I smoke? Cigars. Hmm. <laughs> Only if you share. Come on now. In this state? It helps with the pain a bit. All right. Do, uh, do these say Cuban on them? That's right. Preserved all the way from Vault 54. Don't have much left. Vault 54? I... I won't ask. <laughs> Thank you. I'm still catching my breath from telling it earlier. They're gonna execute me, aren't they, Walter? Now why would they go and do that? Well, if they don't get me for... Uh, 
They'll get me for rushing a decorated trooper. Okay then. Let's say you beat that rap on some kind of misunderstanding. What in the world else could they be hanging over your head to warrant a trip to the shooting range? <sighs> Spying, suspected espionage, interloping, or whatever. It's a mess. You'll need to brush me up on NCR law. Is pure suspicion really enough for a spot on the wall? These days, you bet. Everyone and their mamas jumping at the Legion's shadow. It's the Red Scare all over again. I mean, I agree we should be vigilant, but it's like no one wants to listen to me here. No one wants to listen. Mm-hmm. And what is it you have to say? Not much. Just that I think these folks have the wrong idea about this. Uh, look, I respect the hell out of Humphreys. I really do. But I've yet to see him pull the file on this other private mech he claims I'm taking the identity of. My paperwork's all squared away, but to them, the situation's all too sus. Hmm. You know, Private, you'll never believe me, but I worked undercover before. It was against my will, but I killed a fellow. Really? Yep. I'd like to tell you, but I doubt you'd... No, uh, tell me. All right. It's kind of odd, but after settling down in Plano, that's a Texas town, I got a call one day that my secretary's been missing, and the caravan she was riding with. I went to some cave, so I went after her. Was she dead? Don't know. To this day, I still don't know. Anyway, I went down there, and there was this... Uh, th there was this... Yeah? There was this man there. Big man. It told me he was expecting me. It said if I wanted to see them alive again, I'd have to carry out a job for him. It said I had to... Well, go undercover as a Legion soldier, and infiltrate a heavily fortified camp to get something he wanted from there. Golly. Yeah. Sounds crazy, huh? Kind of the opposite of what they're expecting of you here. But I did it. Got caught. But bargained with the Centurion to go on with my mission after I helped him with a problem of his own. <sighs> well, long story short, I wasn't the only spy there. What? Really? That's right. It just so happened to be a Brotherhood guy there looking for the same thing I was looking for. Couldn't let him make off with it, though. Too much was at stake. We had a fight, and well, I cut him out pretty good. After that, we cut a bargain. I promised him we'd work something out so we both get what we want. He bought it, and... And I shot him. Shot him like a dog. He trusted me, and I shot him. Well, you... You had to, right? For your secretary. It, it wasn't about that, then. The thing I needed from that base was the only thing separating me from Bunny. This man, this big man, knew me all too well. Was it about the vault? Yeah, it was about the vault. When I shot that man, Agent Kale, I'll never forget his name. I didn't do it because I had to, or because I was in danger. I did it because I was ruthless, because I was selfish. I don't even remember my secretary or that caravan being on my mind as I pulled the trigger. Just my own desires. At the end of the day, it didn't even mean a damn. We busted into that vault, and everyone was either missing or dead. That's a tough break. Was it, though? That Brotherhood agent told me that device was needed for something important beyond words. Who knows what good it could have done? How many people did I jip for one woman who could take care of herself? You know, me and the girl once had an audience with the local Brotherhood chapter here in the Mojave and thought for sure I'd be dead once they pulled my file. Nothing happened. That Agent Kale has a profile somewhere with the letters MIA or KIA by his name, and no one knows who did it. I'm a closet criminal, kid. But you had no choice, though. I, if you didn't leave with that device in your hand, that man would have killed you. Oh, I had a device in my hand. I just wanted to make sure he couldn't follow me. I told him to come closer and take it, right before I put three in his gut and one in his head. It was the dirtiest thing I've done in my entire life. Does, uh, 
Does Bonnie know? You kidding? If she knew, she'd throw me out on my head. I think. Have you told anyone this before? No. Walter, my name is Jerry. When... When I was messing with the radio Humphreys caught me using, I was phoning into the Silver Rush. Yeah? Yeah, I... It's probably no secret there. We're shysty, but it's necessary. We have cells here, the Legion, the Crimson Caravan, you name it. I was the lucky guy who worked McCarran. There ain't nothing sinister about the job, it's just intel we're after. Other than that, I'm just another one of the guys. Never had to stick my neck out as far as I did until that darn prisoner swap fiasco. Was that a little out of sorts for as long as you worked here? Heck yes. Wasn't all that difficult. Had to forge me some papers, scoop Dugan out, and pass him along. When I was caught, I knew my chances of slithering away were screwed when Humphreys got suspicious. We're... Uh, we're trained to do what all spies do. Take a tablet and foam to death. The thing is, I forgot them for some odd reason. That's when I called Gloria in the room. Freaked out. Asked her what to do. She just said to handle it. So is that what the altercation was about? Suicide by cop? Can't tell you, to be honest. I was either going to die by Humphreys or die trying to flee this place. I freaked out. Had no place to run. Maybe I'm not the mole I thought I was. Should have took myself out the moment the lieutenant caught on. I see. You can't tell the NCR. Can't tell the Van Graffs. Only way you can throw the smokescreen now is if you're gone. That's right. But it's not about me. I may not have a stomach for this job after all, but something I've never gotten over is guilt. Private Courtney was already enough, but... <laughs> Walter, I need you to end it. Excuse me? Walter, I'm serious. These jittery troopers don't care about me anymore. They'll come back in here while I'm in this state and hold my feet over a fire until I fess up. I can take a beating, or ten, but they'll start seeing red as long as I hold out on them. The moment I squeal, the world will know I am the single soul who marked the downfall of the Van Graaff family. And how is that, Jerry? My job is easy, but the business is risky. All of us have to dispose of ourselves one way or another when eyebrows start going up. One single outburst of the family, and the NCR has its excuse to put them down. Then, after here, they'll radio in California and wipe them out there too. My job's been done. I shouldn't even be talking with you right now. But, how do you want me to- I could really care less, Walter. I'm sure you've seen all the different ways folks passed on. Just do your best to make it look like my system couldn't handle the wounds. Something. <sighs> Jerry, you can't seriously be asking me to do this. It's not my job to kill people. It's to save people. But killing me will save people. Hundreds. Thousands even. You know the graphs won't go down without a fight. And before the army wipes them out, you know the NCR will take a loss as well. Please. <sighs> That's quite a pickle, Jerry. Sadly, I'm afraid you're right. I know the NCR all too well, and your buddies at the Silver Rush. That fight won't be pretty. Then you know the volume of this. I... <sighs> One more thing. Anything. Dugan, the prisoner. Do you know anything behind that order? I'm investigating that Alan Mark psychopath, and need to know everything I can about his associates. Dugan was an assassin hired by him. They usually don't tell me the backstory of my orders, but, detective, it may not be much, but do promise to keep it confidential. I can't risk anything getting out about this. You have my word. All they told me was that it was on behalf of a customer of ours. Gave them a ton of cash for me to do this. Does that help anything? Yes. Yes, it does. So... How do you want to do this? You should do it. The pillow? This is the only method I could think of. But... Look, 
I know it's grisly, but I'm already struggling for breath as it is. It won't take long for it to knock me out. Just keep the pressure on for a few more minutes after, okay? Jerry! If I start to fight back, don't let up. Do you hear me? This is for more than just me. Remember that. Let's finish this before Humphreys comes back. Alright then. happened here? A damn shame, ain't it? We just checked out of our digs at the Wrangler when we saw this mess go down. Jitty Roughback, talent manager. Oh, pleased to meet you. Glad I could bump into you so early. Likewise, lady, likewise. Say, ain't you part of a duo? Yes, something came up and we had to split up. I hope I can suffice. Hey, I don't care if it's a mole rat. As long as you've got the skills, I'm grateful. Thanks. So, what's all this I'm looking at? Seems like someone stepped on a landmine on their way to the north gate to the Strip. Check it. Bunch of dudes start walking towards the Strip to have a good time. I guess they were friends. Then, a dirty bomb goes off in the middle of the street. Kills everybody there, and some folks who were close by. That's awful. I asked the Robocop about it, and says they chased the perpetrator long enough to identify him. Says it was that Alan Marks cat. Guess my fears were justified. What? But I thought he was coming after you, not random people. Not me in particular, Trixie. I swear, that girl has static between her ears sometimes. She heard about this soft drink spectacle over the radio like the rest of us and gets the bright idea to deck out her latest dress with them star bottle caps. Basically asking for this guy to come after her. I suppose I can't blame her for everything. She comes from a place where folks made her do whatever they wanted, so she rebels. This ain't the first time something like this has happened. <sighs> All the same. Look what proving a point is costing people out here. Wait, did you seriously ask us to show up here because your client is provoking this madman? Look, don't take this rap out on me. I may tell her when and where to do things, but how she does it is completely up to her. Well, the way you make her sound, it sounds like exhausting work. Oh, her? She's a whole peach. But it's staying relevant that makes things difficult. Think of it as you will, Jack. But I heard the big man in the Lucky 38 wants this show to happen regardless. Yep. That's the end-all be-all there. Shall we head back to the Wrangler and get things started? Sounds fly to me. Let me introduce you to the Bell of the Ball. Fresh eyes from the boat right here. Miss Hampton, I'm Bunny from WB Investigations. I'm very pleased to meet you. <gasps> Bunny! It's so refreshing to see another celebrity around here. Oh, it's just like we're a dying breed. You're even more stunning in person. <laughs> well, I don't think I would go as far as... Oh, and that modesty... Yet another sign of true greatness in the flesh. Please, please sit down and join me for a martini. I have to treat the girl going all out for me. Please sit. Uh... I'll put y'all down for a couple. Hey, two dry ones and a whiskey for me. In a jiffy. So, that's quite a dress there, Trixie. I have to say I was skeptical about what a dress made entirely out of bottle caps looked like, but it looks very chic in person. Oh, believe me. 
I was just as worried. But the moment I slipped it on, I knew it was the outfit for me. How did you make it? Oh, I did it just like you would make a homemade necklace. Poked a hole in each one and strung it all up together. You should have seen what I had planned before. A perfectly preserved Vera Keys sequin gown. But then, duty called. Duty? Uh, yes, ma'am. When I heard that man thought he could just stroll around the Mojave and murder people for those caps, furry as a bird, I knew I had to rub it in his face. Diddy tried to distract me from hearing. Didn't you, Diddy? <laughs> and I know what you're going to say. Didn't you hear what happened outside just a second ago? Well, yes. Yes, I did. But did you hear what happened yesterday and the day before? That wasn't about me. It was never about me. All he wants are some glorified pieces of metal. So to that I say, come and take them. If he has the stones, that is. Believe me, Trixie, if he even suspects someone has the stars on them, he'd rather check your dead body before running them out of your pockets first. But aren't you scared? At all? Hun, I'm the most protected person since Caesar. If there's one thing the public craves more than food or water, it's entertainment. And I provide it for them. The best, actually. And if someone values something as much as water, they'll give their lives for it all the same. You honestly can't think it's that simple, can you? Sure. I know anyone's open to cheap shots, but what are the chances of that anyway? But when I'm up there on that stage and the spotlight gives itself to me, everyone's in too much of a trance to think. <sighs> it can be a curse sometimes, but a blessing all the same. Order up, ladies. There we go. Here, cheers to stardom. May the red carpet roll in our favor. Trixie, wait. <gasps> what the heck was that for? Your drink. It's murky. Someone must have spiked it. <laughs> You're kidding. Hey, what's the big idea trying to poison a girl like that? Huh? What? You heard what I said. You just barely put those glasses down when I saw that. Explain yourself. I, uh... Look out, Bunny. He's going for your gun. Duck, Trixie. Ah! It's okay, everyone. He's gone. <clears throat> Trixie, you hurt? I can't believe someone would do something like that. And in front of me. Hey. Something's not right about that bartender. Hey, that's right. This joint's run by the Garrett twins. Only those cats tend the bar. Then somebody intended for this to happen. We need to search this place and make sure the Garretts are here. In the meantime, Diddy, get you and Trixie ready to move to the Strip. I think we've overstayed our welcome in Freeside. You got it, Mama. Come on, Trixie. It's time to duck and dip. You don't have to tell me twice. We'll return to our mystery after this. And now, back to our story. Walter, what a pleasant surprise. I don't know why, but I feel you wanting to switch to plasma weapons all of a sudden. Will WB Investigations be our new client? This ain't a business call, Gloria. I'm here on behalf of a friend of yours from McCarran. And what friend might that be? You know who I'm talking about. The young man you had played dress up as a soldier who lost his life defending the dam. The one you had forged those documents to get that assassin transferred. Private Mac, or Jerry, as I've been told. Stand down. Stand down. Walter. I must admit I'm shocked, but then again, you've really done your homework. 
So you've been frequenting McCarran lately, hmm? For you to know that information, Jerry mustn't have been dead. I'm sure he made it clear his immediate elimination was his next and final order. Yes, he did. And much, much more. The cyanide pills he was supposed to have were absent. But even then, the kid didn't have the stomach to hurt himself. Tried getting a trooper to kill him on purpose, but that left him in a hospital bed instead. That's when they called me, and I had a little chat with him alone. Despite what he did, he didn't seem as ruthless as the rest of the family. I'd say he formed an attachment with those soldiers. Is that a past tense reference I'm hearing when you speak of him? Yes. I did the job he or you guys couldn't do. It wasn't pleasant, but I saw to it he didn't die suspiciously. I'm... a little shocked, Camry. I thought you were working the Legend of the Star case. If so, that's some serious multitasking. I am, and I know you know about it. But the thing is, Jerry told me all about the risks if the NCR found out you had a connection. So you should be thanking me. I guess it was out of the kindness of my heart, if there is such a thing anymore. You had Jerry try and free Dugan. Why? And no pussyfooting this time. You owe me. I... I suppose I do. This is extremely unorthodox to share, but... Alan dropped by the other day expressing his anger that we disclosed his gun purchase to you both. After that, he paid us to put Jerry to work and free Dugan, thinking he'd squeal and send the NCR on him. There was a catch, though. If anything went wrong, we'd do the same. We played a little too nice, though. Gave him a second chance to save himself by taking care of Jerry on his own. Should have known he'd bail when it didn't benefit his bottle cap addiction. That's not like you, Gloria. You getting soft on me? I shouldn't be. But it's been quite the wake-up call. Don't think it stops there, though. We told Alan we'd melt him if he jumped ship. Well, call off your boys, then. This is a police matter now. Really? You don't want the help? Hey, if he's on your turf, you do what you will with him. Though I have a good feeling he's smart enough not to show his face around here anymore. Well, thanks. Walter. Why are you telling us this? You could have easily taken this information to the grave. This all seems like dead intel now. And didn't I hear Dugan was killed over the radio? Easy. To let you know, I know things now. Maybe I just came to gloat. Or maybe it's because I have a new informant now. Excuse me? Do a sloppy job, you get sloppy results. I'm not one to flash my gun, Gloria. But you do realize at the drop of a hat, this crime family meets its end. I understand. See that you do. These aren't nice times anymore, Gloria. I'll expect no secrets next time we visit. This... this is incredible. A true marvel of technology. I've never seen such an old terminal processed so quickly. All these pictures, all these codes, almost perfectly preserved. How are you both getting on? I don't know what's got you so interested in that screen, but it must be important. You definitely don't seem like an egghead, Miss Cynthia. Well, maybe this is the beginning of something beautiful, because that rusty old terminal is spitting data like rapid fire on Bunny's Pip-Boy. I think it's on the last stage of the download. You're kidding. Do you see anything important? I suppose we won't know anything until everything is fully transferred. But we keep seeing a series of images related to the back end of the building, most of which contain a set of double doors and a type of electronic panel just off to the side of it. That must be the room, then. Buddy and I must have missed it when we scaled the place. Ah, look! More data just came through. Yes, it seems as if the panel correlates to the door as a type of seal. Yes, airtight by the looks of it. That's it. That's where the treasure is. A vacuum-sealed storage room? There's only one place rumors of an untouched bounty could come from. I wouldn't recommend a forceful approach, Detective. I'd only bore you with the technical lingo, but you're not getting in without exclusive access from the company. Uh, which now would only be limited to one final employee. Let me guess. 
Festus. That's the one. The sole gatekeeper of the prize. Looking at it now, attempting to bypass his mechanism could result in a full lockdown. Meaning the only way to do this is to play fair. Jeez, those people really wanted to keep this secret. I'm starting to wonder if this really has value now. <gasps> no, it doesn't. Huh? What do you see, Cynthia? The download has completed! Is that a picture of the treasure? By golly, it is. We need to save these files now. Peggy, fetch that old printer and make sure it has a lot of ink. Someone needs to see this. Yes, sir. Are you all right? You seem a little shaken up. A lot more so than when you told me how Alan Marks was after you. Oh, I only got threats from the freak. Not anything concrete until that bomb went off by the gate. I suppose you could say I'd like to know who's after me and not some random bartender. Well, I wouldn't put any of that blame on you like I did before. Sorry. I've come to the conclusion that he just wants to murder anybody he thinks has the caps on them. The bartender, though? I still have a feeling he's connected. Are you sure? Because something just irks me about a bad guy that prefers not to introduce himself. All that lurking in the shadows business. It doesn't make it fun. Fun? Excuse me? Well, I mean, there is an excitement to it. Thing is, it ain't fair when the public doesn't know who the opposition is. Can't be a superhero without a supervillain. Uh, Trixie, are you high? <sighs> Sorry, Mama. Miss Hampton's got a sweet tooth for medic shots. Calms things down. All right, Trixie. Hold your arm still. Oh, I know the drill, Diddy. Just get it over with. It seems to be a bit more of just a medic's addiction. I think I'm looking at a cocktail of substances here. All right, all right. So maybe there's a bit of overdrive mixed in there, and her blood's actually booze. But what can you do? And I'm not ashamed. If I may put it bluntly, if anyone had the caps I have, they'd spend their time in the clouds as much as me. Hmm. She's gotta watch the jet products, though. Messes with her voice, and we can't have that. That's the stuff. Okay, girls. Old Diddy needs to head downstairs and confirm my schedule. Maybe score ourselves another gig along the way. Y'all just do me a favor and sit pretty here. You dig? Not to worry, Mr. Roughback. She's in good hands with me. All right. That's dynamite. So, you've been to the tops before? Many times, actually. Walter and I get a lot of free rounds and confections from the casinos as a small bonus. Solved a murder here, too. <gasps> really? That's right. You hear about that big car explosion a few months back? That was us. Oh, yes, 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 yes! That's how I heard about you two! Did anything ever come of it? Not really, no. But almost. How exciting! I came here once and ended up spending the whole day with Benny. Now, I know he ain't the marrying type, but if he'd be down for it, that's a ring I'd give meaning to, with nights like that. <laughs> well, if you like getting shot in the head and left in the desert all by your lonesome. Uh, I'm sorry? Nothing, nothing. Just, I've met the man and he simply bleeds with sleaze. I like sleaze to an extent. Dating a man like that returns me to a place more dangerous. Yet simpler time in my life. Hey, what's that light? Huh? Goodness, that's from a sniper! Hit the floor! Again? <laughs> Quick, crawl over there by the wall. There's no vantage point for him there. Go, go, go! Hurry! <laughs> and I was just starting to relax! 
Good. Just stay there. <gasps> what are you going to do? I don't know. I need to get someplace where I can trace that laser. Wait. <gasps> oh, be careful, Bunny. <sighs> okay. We've got a chance now that I'm by the window. Oh my god, do you see where? Not yet. Just need him to aim in here one more time. I see it. Oh my gosh, be careful! Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh I hit him. I think he's running to the rooftops. Trixie, you stay here. I'm headed down the fire escape. Jumping the rooftops. He won't make it that far before he's cornered. There aren't many buildings to scale in Vegas. <gasps> Get inside somewhere, people. There's a sniper on the roof. Yo, Bunny. Did he? What are you doing here? Man, I saw that jive turkey smooth skin making a break for it just when I left the lobby. Started trailing him when he took them pot shots. Well, it'll be good to have the backup. Come on, he's heading down the alleyway. He'll be cornered there. <laughs> Say, how's Trixie? She's fine. A drama queen, but she's fine. <sighs> it's over, mister. You've got nowhere else to jump, so... All right, all right. So you got me. So we got you indeed. If you believe that, you'd put that big gun down. That's right, Mutton Chop. That rifle's too much gun for you. What's your name? Carl. Okay, it's Carl. Yes, I'm, I'm the one who tried slipping the mickey in the girl's drink. All right. A amateur hour, right? But that Trixie seems so doped out of her gourd to notice. Thanks for being so upfront about it. Now do me another favor and tell me if it was Mr. Alan Marks that put you up to it. You know darn well he did. Then give me the details. You're already caught. Don't act all tough now, Bunny. This still ain't over with. These guns say otherwise, man. Maybe the law won't throw the hammer at you so hard if you give up where your boss is. So do yourself a favor and spill the beans. Can you dig it? You were saying? He's Dugan's friend, Bunny. <gasps> what the? I rang him up. Asked him if he liked a job avenging his fallen brother. Mercenary life is like a family, you know? Gotta love networking. Such a simple little thing, don't you think? Brief distraction to isolate the both of you. All the while giving yourself an open window to Trixie. Very clever, Alan. Probably the only thought-out plan you had since the Randy Maverick killing. He started getting sloppy on me. Trixie, are you alright? He... he's got a gun on my back, you two. He got to me before top security could. We had a platter of plans for you all, but this one just so happened to land. And quite poetically, if you ask me. I get it. You were mad. But why the drama? I thought you had no more time for us. So why not just snatch that darn bottle cap's dress from Trixie and leave us be? <laughs> well, sure. If you hadn't been so conveniently placed here. So Miss Bunny gets security detail, huh? I should have guessed based on the circumstances. I think maybe the five of us should take a walk. That all sounds good and well, Alan, but my contract didn't talk about this. And that vault girl? Shut the skin off my backhand! Well then, congratulations. You get a bonus today. But I don't pay you to get shot. Throw some sand on that thing and come along. You really expect me to walk out in the desert somewhere this late? I'm too old for this, man! Either that or die in the alley. Your choice. Oh, and drop the guns. You're setting yourself up for a downfall. You do know that, right? Tell that to Lady Luck. I've been doing pretty damn good. As narrow as a jam you've put me in. Which reminds me. I think we're going to make a pit stop before we hit the headquarters to cash my goods. <laughs>
Okay, stop right there! You took us to the phone booth? Seriously? You really expect me to call up Walter and pretend like nothing's wrong? Well, of course. But we ain't playing pretend here. I just want you to dial so I can provide a status report. Just telling them what's happening now. Do you think you can do that? You have working fingers. You dial. Har, har. Unlucky for you, I don't know the number. So, would you kindly? Hey, if it'll get us out of this mess quicker, I'd say just bite the bullet, Bunny. <sighs> Many thanks. WB Investigations, for matters both... Walter, Walter, Walter. It sure is good hearing your voice again. Probably because it's me talking down to you this time. Alan, I didn't know you knew this number. I was just saying that to your friend Buddy here. She knows the number. Oh, you'll have to forgive me for being shocked. I thought you had your eyes on the prize since our last encounter. Trixie? I knew she had a stash, but not enough to make up for the amount you lost. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Only to realize the dumb girl made an entire dress out of them. More than enough to compensate me. Really? That's interesting. If that's the case, what's stopping you now? Oh, nothing in particular. Just wanted you to know. And I thought since the gang's all here like to join me down at the Sarsaparilla HQ. As soon as you can. I'd like my opposition to see me earn my glory. That's really putting the icing on the cake, isn't it? But you know, Alan, your ex and I scrounged up some info that may just... I ain't got time for this, Camry. Save yourselves the trouble and leave your guns at home. I got a partner here that'll be looking after you as I cash the caps. It would be in your best interest to do so if you value these three folks' lives. That clear enough? Sure, pal. Just play nice. That's all up to you, detective. Cynthia! I'd get a coat and a hat if I were you. We have a meeting to go to. I shut my mouth if I were you. Trixie, you okay? You got a little quiet on me. Uh, uh, I mean, I know I like to complain, but this time I have to agree with my manager. I was going to be the headline show at the ritziest casino in town, and today, of all days, I have to play the damsel. That was all your choice, Missy. Speaking of which... Marks, don't you dare. Hey, man, that's not cool. Relax, I just ripped her stupid bottle cap dress. You, you're lucky I'm wearing something underneath this, you monster. Relax, Carl. It's just a detective and my old girl. Really? Shouldn't waste any time. That's because we wanted you to take a gander at the treasure itself and just see the look on your face. Oh, hi, Bunny. Who the heck is this? Uh, some guy named Carl. An old acquaintance of Dugan, apparently. Alan's new plaything. Hey, I'm no plaything. I don't even care about Dugan. I haven't talked to him in years. I just see some guy offering boatloads of money and says I can avenge an old friend. Did he tell you how he betrayed Dugan and was ready to kill him before I put a bullet in the back of his head? Enough! 
Walter, I thought I said to come in empty-handed. That isn't a pistol you're hiding underneath all that paper, is it? Not at all, but it is for you. It's the documents we so patiently waited for. You know, the ones you had Dugan hold Walter and Bunny at gunpoint for? We brought them here just for you. They're done? That's right, Bunny. And the details will shock you. They're all right here, Alan. But the most important one of all contains a picture of what's behind those double doors. <laughs> that would have meant something days ago, Walter, but not now. Not when we're right here. But Alan, it's- Not another word! You like have one easy job right now, and that's just stand there and watch. Can you do that for me? Apologies for that delay, wise one. Here. I deposit these to you with pride. It may be stained with the blood of my foes, but that's simply how much your offering means to me. Present your prize directly. 
All these fives to the door with me now. Come on, then. Ugh, this place is so dirty. Stop right here. We've arrived. <laughs> After all that planning, all that hunting, all that killing, I finally made it. Don't you see? You all. I've done something not a single human or faction have done in this wasteland. And even after all those deadly brushes and close calls, hardly a scratch on me. That was Lady Luck, you see. Something divine. Alan, don't. If only you knew- I'm done with you, Cynthia. I don't know if it's all the time you spent against me, or because I'm standing mere inches away from the treasure, but I don't need you anymore, sister. I don't need your advice, your guidance, anything. You know what? I wasn't thinking. Go ahead and, better yet, take out a holotape and record your findings. I'd love to hear it someday. Over and over. Glad you see it that way. You sure you don't want a sneak peek? I've got it right here. I'll pass, thank you. Alright, time to end this. Couldn't have said it better myself. Here we go. Hey, man. The door shut behind him. I know. What do you mean, you know? Yeah. What the heck is in there, you two? Well, out of all the files and documents he spent days trying to download, it was really only what was waiting at the very end that held the truth. That's right. The Sunset Sarsaparilla Company aimed to keep this little corporate contest under the tightest wraps possible, meaning the treasure had to be kept away from any prying eyes, no matter what. Which means that door, unless 50 more caps are deposited, will never open again. Until then, that room is like a Ziploc bag. Which also means that room will be Alan's coffin. So will he at least be dying in the company of his precious treasure? I... <clears throat> I know this is kind of awkward, but I kind of want to know myself. Badgers. Deputy Badgers, to be more precise. What? Yep. Stick them on your vest while you go play cops and robbers with the other neighborhood kids. Are you serious? Oh, come on. Hey, we tried to tell him. I mean, I suppose you could say we all had our suspicions. But the fact that all those people died for this. I wouldn't say a bunch of people died over some worthless souvenirs, but instead for your regular wasteland greed. How many more Alan Marks roam the desert, robbing and murdering? At least now the Legend of the Star can be one less motivation for these killers. That is, if word about this gets out, even then, I think as long as that door stays closed, the legend lives on. I guess that leaves us with one loose end. Carl, darling. Do I still need to worry about you using that big, bad gun on me? Or did your contract just close? You can't be serious, can you, Trixie? We should be booking this guy for attempted murder on both of our lives. <laughs> now, now. I think the mercenary learned his lesson when you put a bullet through his hand, Miss Bunny. Trixie, baby, he tried to ice you. What the hell do you see in him? Oh, you know me, Diddy. I like danger. Hmm. But I don't think this man's dangerous. He couldn't even snipe two brightly dressed dames in a fully lit room. What are you trying to say? I'm saying that shooting isn't your call. No, I see talent in your eyes, but not in that field. What else is it you do, honey? Oh my goodness. Uh, um, well, uh, I've played guitar since I was a boy. Perfect! I knew I saw something in you. How about this, honey? You drop the iron and pick up the wood. You're coming with me and my manager to tour the Vegas Strip. This will change your whole life, Carl. Are you ready for that? I, uh, sure. Yeah, 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 screw it. That, that actually sounds good. Trixie, baby, 
I can't. Overruled. Come, you three, if we jog, maybe we can still make it in time for the show. But, Trixie... I thank you for all you've done, Bunny. I'll have Mr. Roughback transfer the proper amount of compensation in one to two business days. Chop, chop now. I, I, oh. Can you tell me what the heck that was? Hmm, it just hit me, actually. I think that Carl fellow would prove useful for her act with the whole mercenary background and working so closely with Marx. She'll make a killing when the news of this makes rounds. Smart girl, but she likes to play with fire. You don't know the half of it. Sin, are you gonna be all right? You've been through quite a lot. I'll be fine. Unfortunately, all the things my ex tried to do to me in a few days compared to the years we've known each other only makes me distrust this place more. I think I just need a new start somewhere. California seems prosperous, but West Virginia seems calm. We'll see, but the Mojave ain't it right now. I don't blame you there. Give yourself some time to think, though. You'll find the right answer soon enough. Well, I've certainly had a revelation myself. That I don't want to see another bottle of Sunset Sarsaparilla again. <laughs> <laughs> has been the thrilling conclusion of The Legend of the Star. This episode was written and produced by Preston Hardin, edited and mixed by Ethan Walsh. The part of Walter was played by Eric Huffman, Bunny and Cynthia by Crystal Romero, Alan Marks by Joshua L. Belmonte, Humphreys and Mr. Picky by Philip Sacramento, Trixie Hampton by Shalea Wagner, Diddy Roughback by Preston Hardin, Private Mac by Corey Kohler, Carl by Randy Verdon, Gloria Van Graff by Kari Schultens, and Window Cabin by Mike Tyson. Next time on the season finale of True Vault Escapades, experience our detectives in a brand new light. A rapture Meet Walter Camry, Rapture Detective, a tough-as-nails case man with a knack for seeing into the past, only to have his world turned upside down. After accepting a missing persons job from a mysterious woman named Bunny, little would the pair know they would be Rapture's most wanted. I deemed your case non-threatening, but I kept my eyes open. For the first time, lend your ears to the first ever crossover special of True Vault Escapades, taking place in the world of Bioshock. It's a darker, grittier take on the show you know. Find out what happens when knowing too much goes too far. <laughs> the wild rabbit has been exposed. <laughs> when the wrong cages get rattled, when twisted secrets are revealed, only in the watery grave case. And what was that famous proverb about curiosity in the cat? Perhaps you can fill that in for me. The Watery Grave Case, a Bioshock crossover special, next time on True Vault Escapades. Joel Jackal, Michael D. Batku, George Stocko, Hayden Kincaid. We thank you so much for being such great patrons and dear listeners. But not so fast. We'd like to top it off by thanking our newest member of the A-Bomb family, Oakley Wright. Welcome aboard. 
To everyone listening that wants to support us, the easiest, most powerful way is to leave a rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps us immensely. You can also purchase Walter and Bunny merch, subscribe to our Patreon, or leave a donation. All of this, including our Discord link, can be found in the description below. Follow us on Twitter at ABOM Radio and like us on Facebook.com slash A hyphen bomb radio. Please stand by. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows. Interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Are you a fan of Elden Ring? Are you confused about the lore as pretty much everyone else? We've got you covered. Check out the Elden Archives, a lore podcast that helps to explain every little confusing detail about the lands between. Things like what exactly happened on the Night of the Black Knives, or what we really know about characters like Mikola. Just like the show you're listening to now, we're on the Robots Radio Network, so you know it'll be good. Wondering how to find the show? Easy. Either go to robotsradio.net or search Elden Archives on whatever podcatcher you're using right now. Bookmark the show for later and we'll see you in the lands between. Again, that's The Elden Archives, a FromSoft Lorecast, available everywhere.